Let's be real as fuck about life, real estate, and entrepreneurship. Hi, I'm Julie Chin. You can call me Jules. The Real as Fuck brand is all about providing tools and resources to help new and struggling agents succeed. I share my personal experience not only as a new real estate agent, but also how I overcame the odds starting out as a single mom with a mountain of debt and a ton of self-doubt. Hi, I'm Julie Chin, host of the Real as Fuck podcast. Today's a really cool opportunity for me as I get to chat with a few of my favorite ladies from the Rockstar Lux team in New England. Sarah, Claire, and Marissa are all at different points in the beginning of their real estate careers. And our plan today is to hang out and chat about some relevant topics for new agents. We can already foresee this being a series, so we hope you love it and get a lot out of it. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Real AF Program. Ladies, can each of you introduce yourself and tell our listeners how long you've been in real estate? Yes, um, my name is Sarah Neeson. I've had my license for about two and a half years, but I've really been doing real estate full-time for just about the past year. And I am Marissa Parks. Um, I started pretty recently um, in June of 2022, so almost a year, um, and joined the team in August. Uh, And that's kind of where I'm at now. And my name is Claire Cornish. I also got my license the same time that Marissa did in June of 2022. And I joined the team shortly after her in around December, I think, of 2022. And I've only been on the team for a few months now, and it's been great so far. Well, thank you all for being here. I I really appreciate your time, and I know we're going to have some fun. And we'll just keep all of our bloopers in from this point on. (laughs) I was thinking, let's start at the beginning. What was that like for you, just passing the real estate exam? Yeah, so uh, for me, I would say I was kind of shocked when I passed it the first time. I don't know why I wasn't expecting to. And then... (laughs) Show off. (laughs) I overstudied. (laughs) But then I was kind of surprised that you pretty much throw away that entire textbook that you memorized and everything that I thought I was supposed to know about real estate um, was really kind of just beginning at that point. Um, For me, I remember distinctly passing the test and rocking out to, I think it was Maneater on the way home. Um, (laughs) I can hear it in my head now. Yep. just thinking like, yeah, I'm going to crush this real estate thing. And then I'm like, wait, but what do I do? (laughs) So definitely had a feeling of lost um, for quite a while. So yeah. And for me, I did not pass it the first time. (laughs) So I'm sure that that will resonate with a few people. It took me three times to pass both the state and the other portion um, of the test, which seemed like a total waste of time and it was a total nightmare um so I thought well it can only go up from here if this is the worst it gets then I'm fine but I was in for quite a surprise because it did get worse after the test let's start there so I what guess that? um for most of us going into it as Sarah said 
what do you, what do you do? Where do you start? You've passed the test and you think, okay, there are natural next steps that I need to take and it should be laid out before me. But you realize that the class prepares you for the test and that's it. And then you're lost. You don't know where to go from there. So I really thought, well, if I pass the test, then I can do anything because this surely has to be the hardest part of getting your real estate license and starting this career. But I think that you are not prepared for the career that you think you're going to be prepared for. Um, And, you know, for some people, you're not even prepared for the test. Like me, I thought that I was prepared enough um, and it wasn't at all what I expected it to be. Um, So, yeah, I would just say that it's it's not as easy as you think it's going to be. And it was really discouraging, too, because, you know, you have all these hopes and dreams for this career and you work so hard to get the license and then you're lost. And I'm sure a lot of people feel that, but it's not talked about so much. So I think that that's good to to normalize for people. I, I agree 100%. I think of it as passing the exam, and so I'll be with you. I did pass the national first, but I did not pass the state of New Hampshire the first time. Um, so you're not the only one. But I felt like I, like I was so, so excited and so proud of myself because I put off that test for almost a year because I was so afraid of taking it. Um, and then I passed the exam and I felt like I jumped off a cliff. And you're just, you're, it's like you're trying to keep yourself motivated and excited, but you're also discouraged and pretty scared all at the same time. And we all are part of the same brokerage, and it's a phenomenal brokerage with an enormous amount of training, but you come out of that exam, and there's all this information coming your way. Here, you need to learn the signing program. You need to learn the MLS. Um, our brokerage has uh, a CRM system, so that's another uh, software program we have to learn and I'm probably even missing some so feel free to chime in but it's all this information coming at you that you have to learn and it's like you can't even mm-hmm. keep it straight right like yeah. oh which one do I Absolutely. need to learn I, re- I definitely remember a, a deep sense of overwhelm with all of the different systems and processes um, so that definitely resonates with me mm-hmm. Yeah, I can remember yeah. when I, I I knew what brokerage I wanted to go to, and I was excited about that. And then being faced with all the different programs you have to learn, you have this overwhelm of where do I start with all of this? Do I start with the programs? Do I start meeting people? How do I find buyers? How do I find sellers? Are they going to come to me? Do I need to look for them? How do I let my sphere, my family and friends learn to trust me as a real estate agent, not, you know, the previous career I had? How do I get people to think of me first? And then when that first person does reach out, 
how do I answer any of their questions? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I think I was just going to say, it's like from yeah, the moment ahead. you pass the test, your to-do list just keeps expanding and expanding. And it's mm. just to the point where you feel like you're drowning, you know, and that will either make you push harder or it'll make you give up because it doesn't seem worth it. That's a really good point. So with that in mind, all four of us did get through that. So let's chat a little bit about how you navigated that and persevered. And it's going to be different for each one of us a little bit, I think. Yeah, I can start with that. Um, I, I've had my license um, longer than Claire and Marissa have, but it, to be completely Should honest, we say show up? Again? Well, no, not in this case, though, because I would say for my first year, I felt like I wasted my first year in real estate. Um, I took all kinds of classes and training, but I didn't... I avoided some of the things that I didn't want to do in the beginning, the things that made me nervous, the things that were outside of my comfort zone, the I'm scared to just cold call people. I I'm going to do my comps wrong. Um, I don't know where to find properly look up deeds and go back through all the properties. And am I going to be the best agent for this person? So instead of really just, going for it and just doing it I I didn't I didn't do much I just kind of hoped that it would get easier and it does after a while but you have to get out of your comfort zone you really really do and it's just kind of a scary place at first when like Claire said you feel like you're drowning but um, my biggest thing that really got me over that hurdle was to just do it. Just do the things that I know I need to do. And what's my why? Why am I doing this? <laughs> why are you doing real estate? Exactly. Right. Yeah. And and what was that for you? That I mean, that had to be a, a critical point for you, right? So you had to focus on that, kind of have a daily mantra. If oh, you of course. My It took me almost... 12 months to close my first deal. I think it was about 11 and a half months. So I closed my first property and getting that first commission check and seeing, okay, I can do this. It was believing in my myself, believing in um, the brokerage and the people that were surrounding me, knowing that I don't have to have all the answers. You just have to understand where to go get them and when to ask for help. I'm not a lawyer. I am not a title company. I, you, you outsource those things to the people that actually understand those questions. And the more you do it, the more you feel comfortable. So bringing home that first commission check and knowing I am doing this because I want to provide for my family. I want to grow in real estate investments i want to help other people be able to you know purchase their first home 
to sell their family home that they've had, that they've built from the ground and, you know, their precious memories and assets. It understanding those whys will make me do all the other things that I really didn't want to do within real estate. And it becomes so much easier and it just becomes a career that you actually really love in the process. Oh, I love it. We had some <laughs> cue the small violin. <laughs> I mean, the key there, right? Totally. The key was getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. It's such a huge part of this career Absolutely. path. I think that and that, that everything, all that resonates with me, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, I think I am not at all what you think of when you think of a real estate agent. Um, I always describe myself as a severe introvert. So um, for me to take on a career where you are largely working with people all of the time, um, it just seemed, you know, not what you would expect. Um, so definitely pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and being okay with being comfortable. Um, it's hard. It's really, really hard. <laughs> um, but just starting small. Um, How do you well, get the team, through that? For one. Honestly, um, I definitely attribute a lot of where I'm at now to the team. Um, I honestly would have quit by now if I wasn't on the team. So I'm definitely very grateful for that. Um, And also starting small. Um, I have a little uh, sign on my wall that says start where you are. Um, And I remember looking at that a lot, especially like I, I remember sitting in my CRM system um, from the brokerage, trying to figure it all out and seeing that, um, just doing it one step at a time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Start where you're at. <laughs> I love that for you. Thank and you. And we're also proud of you. <laughs> um, okay, I would second you? what Marissa said about the team, you know, having a lot to do with not giving up because I would have. <laughs> and my why with the whole getting into real estate and, you know, it's a big financial and time commitment in the beginning. It was to help people find homes. And to be honest, um, now it's hard. Well, okay. well we don't want well, you this lying. Is very honest. <laughs> now it's like I'm struggling internally again because with the way the market is Mm -hmm. in North Conway and around here, there's just not enough available for me to fulfill my why, you know, for some people it's attainable with what's on the market, but right now for first time home buyers, it's really difficult. So I've been thinking about that a lot and just, Mm -hmm. this really is unfortunate because I want to be helping these first time home buyers and, these people that are in the community to settle down and um, find their first home. But so that's been a little hard lately just to be thinking about, Oh, that was my why. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I can't even do that right now with the way that things are. Yeah. Navigating the changes in the market. That's always going to be a brand brand new item for all four of us because we haven't been in it decades. You know, these seasoned agents who've been doing it 20, 30 years, they've seen the fluctuations and they've, they've experienced it and they 
are sometimes better able to pivot. However, I think we can do just as well in that we can focus on our why and tune out the noise about the market. At the end of the day, it's about putting your head down and working, communicating with your database, which you know, which, you know, your customers and people you know and leads and staying in touch with them and in front of them and being aware of what's going on in our market and what properties are, are coming on. But all of that took us a while, right, to understand when we first passed the exam, we were clueless about any of those things. So just even taking a moment and realizing how far you've come in such a short period of time can give so many others hope because no one's been in it five or ten years, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's a good point. It's, it's easy to forget how far you come because they might be little steps that have gotten us to these points. But I think it's important to reflect and mm -hmm. think back to the day you passed the test to where we all are now. And it's taken a lot and none of us have given up. And that in and of itself is huge because a lot of people can't say that they made it this far, you know, a year in with their license, be it a really slow year or a really successful year. I mean, that time is still passed and you're still persevering and trying to get through it regardless of how it has gone mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely you know I'd like to chat about something that I think is so prevalent from that point of passing the exam uh, is besides being overwhelmed in everything we've spoken about is a few things that people don't like to talk about it's they find it embarrassing uh, and that self-doubt and insecurities and feeling stupid. I remember the first sort of real estate gathering I went to, I was terrified. <laughs> and uh, everyone, I don't know, they just seemed to know everything. And it just took a lot of courage for me just to even ask a question. And I asked the agent across from me how does a new agent find business and she laughed and said you'll figure it out we all had to um, so obviously that's the moment the book was born uh, without me knowing it of course because I just felt like something needed and should be there to help walk us through something as simple as figuring out what brokerage to join and what questions to ask um, these are all really important things, not to mention what do you do after you pass the exam. That's a, that's a tough time. And I think that emotionally people isolate during that time of feeling overwhelmed. And maybe not everyone, right? I, I don't really know how extroverts handle that process. <laughs> but, but how was that for you guys with um, – handling self-doubt and insecurities and and did you feel like for lack of a better word uh stupid I mean 
I, I know that's n not a, a politically correct term, but I just, that's kind of how I felt. Mm -hmm. And then that was embarrassing. <laughs> I think definitely, um, I would definitely consider myself as an introvert. Um, and I think understanding that, that that's okay. I don't think I could handle having an extroverted realtor. So there are plenty of other people that would love a realtor that understands from that point of view. There's so many different personalities out there. It's more important that you are genuine in who you are to your customers and your clients and to the other agents as well. And you bring just as much value as someone else does. Um, we all learn in different ways. We are presented with information in different ways. And I think... Um, Part of the, that that helped me overcome some of that self-doubt. And it still creeps in. It still shows up every now and then. E even knowing that we, I was going to be on a podcast, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm going to have to hear my voice. And like, but that doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you know, we're bringing value to other people. That's what's important. And just making sure that you continuously push those self-doubts aside and say, I mean, you're not doing it alone either. You've got entire, you know, for us, we've got the team that's all working together with us. And that's been such a huge um, pivot in my real estate career is having other agents and a mentor that I trust. And I know that not only do they always have my back, but they are just as invested in my success, even sometimes more than even I feel like I am for myself. And um <laughs> even introverts need some of that um, mentorship and camaraderie. Yeah, very well said. Claire? Lady. Sure, I'll go. <laughs> Marissa's an introvert, if you can't tell as well. <laughs> well, we all are. Well, I don't know if you consider yourself one, but I, I, I definitely do. So everything I'm doing with real AF is so out of my comfort <laughs> It's zone. good. It's good to be uncomfortable. Um, I would say before Same. being a real estate agent, I thought I was extroverted. And I don't know if there, when the switch happened. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I surrounded myself with introverts. We're wearing What off. it is. But I would say Sorry. now, I'm like, leave me alone. I don't want to talk on the phone. Please just let me be. Yeah. So, I mean, that has been really strange for me and difficult. And hopefully it doesn't stay like that because I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Um but then in the other topic of conversation, the self-doubt, absolutely, I think I think you have self-doubt in the beginning. And then when we were talking about the to-do list getting longer and longer, you have more and more self-doubt. The more things that you have to do, the more you doubt yourself because it seems more and more unattainable. And I would say that that has been one of the biggest challenges for me and that if you have the availability to join a team to take advantage of that, because I could have been on the team sooner and I was really confused. 
okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little passive aggressive. Um, but I was confused and I was worried and Julie sought me out and she pursued me for lack of a better term and just encouraged me. That was aggressive. I just felt like I was trying to be support at a distance. You were an angel. You pursued me. It was very nice (laughs) and loving. That sounds romantic. Julie doesn't want. Julie doesn't want anyone to fail. She had my best interest before she even knew me. I I don't. (laughs) I mean, I probably wouldn't even be doing this if it was not for her. So we'll just throw that out there. A little plug for (laughs) for you. Um. So I I. Thank you. Yeah, we connected before the yeah, exam, which is before crazy. you took the it's, exam. Yeah, look at us yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. More so you than me. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say that um, what Sarah was saying also about just having the team and the support, that's just, it's so true. If not for just support for your endeavor, but also your mental health, because you can you know, say, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. And it, it resonates with people on the team. Maybe not everybody, but I mean, we're all going through the same struggles at different times. And so I think that that helps a lot, especially for me. Definitely. Absolutely. Because then no one feels alone. We can, we can help pull each other out of I always think of a roller coaster right you've got your highs when you're busy and doing well and then your lows where you're mm-hmm. lost overwhelmed or struggling to find business um, and that's never going to change you're you're really always on that roller coaster so as a team I know we were very aware of of the highs and lows and try to just help that person through because you can tell when someone needs that a little little bit of extra and everyone has people in their homes who love them and support them so much but there is something to be said for having a group of individuals who truly understand what you're going through and knowing that you can trust and share I don't know if that 100% resonates with me um, especially just kind of coming off of one of those low roller coaster dips um, definitely got through it with the team support. Um, and I think for me, I kind of live in my head. So I, I do often feel that feeling of questioning, is this right? Am I, do I sound stupid? Um, so just knowing that other people are feeling that way and going through that, it, it definitely makes me feel less stupid. <laughs> it makes me feel supported and normal and, you know, mm-hmm. It's okay to not know what you're doing for a while. For a while. A while. Yeah. For a and long think- while. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's true, right? Because I, I think that there's no, there's no clear answer to how long that's going to be. It's, it's different for every single person. I think our situation being on a team can make it a little easier because, you know, 
for us personally, we've now got our executive assistant, Amy, who's really, really incredible. And she just is regularly touching base and talking goals and motivation and helping wherever anyone needs help. And so you always have that push or that uh, accountability partner, really, uh, in the, with the whole team. But we've got that extra blessing there. I think that that's the – and I think this is where – Marissa, Claire, and I would all agree that if it weren't for us joining this team and being under your mentorship, we probably would have given up on real estate. I was close. I was very close. I never really told you that, but (laughs) that was before I joined the team Um, because I just felt so lost and I felt like I was, I was really trying, like I was trying hard to find that business. I was trying hard to learn, um, to read all the books, listen to all the podcasts, but none of it quite helped. None of it was quite enough. I felt like everything was talking about all these people that were doing 10, $20 million in commission or gross sales every year and I'm like this is great I would love to be one of those someday but what are those steps before where are those agents that are a year two years in how did they get over this first hurdle and that I feel is where it's very hard to sometimes find the support and why I know your book in this program is going to be huge for people because it's easy for other successful people, not just agents, it's easy for other successful people to want to join in when you are successful yourself, but it's hard for someone to mentor somebody that has no idea what they're doing and they, you know, might not see a return on that investment for a little while. So I feel like there's not a lot of materials out there for those, those people. Yeah, good point. And I would just like to Make it known I didn't mean to say any of that. Suck up. <laughs> this just, you know, it's interesting. I struggled so much in the beginning, and to see what has developed, I'm so, so passionate about mentoring and helping new agents navigate that beginning process. And I I'm not even talking about the program or the book. It's just reaching out to someone when they join our brokerage and they're new and trying to make that connection. Um, Or like in Claire's case, someone locally introduced us and said, hey, she's thinking about going into real estate. So I just wanted to be that support for her and say, hey, this is what I used to study. And actually, now that I think about it, I met Marissa mm-hmm. before she took her exam. And I, yep, and I was just going to mention that, too. Yeah, I was going to say, you, um, you're more like a real estate guardian angel than a pursuer. That's a better word. <laughs> make sure we make it out alive. Yeah. In the process. Oh, Yes. Thank you. I sound less like an assailant. Is that the right word? I don't even know. Um, But yeah, and that was really helpful too. Um, Just to know, again, just that camaraderie and knowing that somebody's there to support you, and whether or not they get just out of the goodness of their heart, that Mm -hmm. that blame means a lot. 
There's a lot of sharks yeah. in real estate. It is scary. It's kind of scary in the beginning. Because <laughs> you feel like you don't want to bother these people that are so professional. And you're like, I'm just this little mm-hmm. nobody, new realtor, but mm-hmm. I need a lot of help. <laughs> little minnow in a large shark tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hopeful that as we get members into the program that the weekly zoom sessions will be what we've all cultivated naturally together because I just know I would have done anything to have something like that when I was new and to watch the three of you develop and grow in confidence and push past insecurities and obstacles and continue uh, persevering is an honor for me to be part of. So I can see all, all four of us being in that member group and, and helping be a blessing to other people as well. And that's really an incredible gift. Yeah. And I really appreciate you all being here today. And I think we're on our next uh, podcast that the four of us are together. We can touch upon some other topics like balancing jobs and we'll dive in more into navigating those first steps. I think that'll be a really important place. Uh, We'll spend some time on that and give our listeners some solid takeaways on what their first focuses need to be. So thank you for your time and for sharing your experiences and being vulnerable and present. Thank I, you. I really and appreciate just it. Just so everybody knows, I was way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't tell. <laughs> I kind of love this. I think we should do it all right, the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I had this feeling it would become a series. I just felt really um, certain about that. And after having our time, I hope our listeners enjoy it as much as we've enjoyed being able to be here together. Make sure you subscribe to our Spotify channel so you get updated every time we drop a new podcast. And check out our website at realafprogram.com.